0: And what is up, everybody? I am Joe DeHoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline. Um, just real quick, before we get started, i like to tell you guys a little bit about, my, about myself and what I do. I am a Bigfoot researcher. I'm here in Texas. I am part of the JRG, which is the Gemming Research Group. Uh, if you guys are interested in looking for Bigfoot and helping us research, uh, reach out to me. Uh, we'll talk. We'll get you settled in and uh, we'll find something for you to do. We don't expect everyone to be able to go out or even want to go out. Some people just don't like to get out into the woods, and that's fine. Uh, You can do your research from your phone, your laptop. You can help us find witnesses, find locations, and even find the history of locations. That really helps us out a lot too. And if you're interested, we have teams in Washington or Oregon, West Virginia, Maryland, Ohio, Michigan, Florida, Tennessee, New York State, Minnesota, and of course here in Texas. So we've got people scattered out quite a bit and even in states where we don't necessarily have teens we do have people that we know and could help you guys out if you're interested in going out and you want to you know be a part of this it's really cool i really like it a lot um you don't always get action but at least sometimes you're just out camping and you're sitting behind a campfire and to me there's nothing better than that you know and being with some good friends and having some good food that's all that really matters sometimes so uh if you're interested hit me up beyondwoodline at gmail.com with all that being said, I know you guys don't tune in to hear me run off at the mouth. Um, I have Brady and Goble. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? It's, good. it's been a while since I had you on. I was looking at our
1: messages. Has it been two years? Yeah, it's been two years, man. It really oh. has. First it's, time she wasn't even on with me. So.
0: Yeah.
1: It, it seemed <laughs> it's like a year family. ago. And, uh, I
0: know. Yeah. <laughs> man, I don't know where the time goes, but you know, it's, it's really good having you guys on, and just right off the bat, man, I just want to compliment you guys and tell you how much fun it is watching you guys. You know, you guys post a lot of stuff. You guys always look like you're having fun. You always look like you're enjoying yourself, and uh, I think you guys are everything that's right with the paranormal field. So, it's, it's,
1: I really <laughs> appreciate that, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's really true. It, it's it it it's kind of bothersome how sometimes you know this this field kind of. Kind of got a rocky boat sometimes, you know. That's all I would really want to say about it. But you know, you guys are like I said, you guys are everything that's right with the field. You know, so it's it's
1: just great. Well, that means a lot. Honestly, it feels good to hear that.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm big fans of you guys in general, not just what you guys do in the paranormal field. Just you guys as, as individuals, I'm fans of. So, you know, it's it's a, it's a pleasure watching you guys on Facebook. It really is. You guys put yourselves out oh, there a lot. But, uh, yeah, man, that's enough kissing up to you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so what have you guys have been up to, man? Like I said, it's been two years. You know what, you guys have really grown in this field, man.
1: So uh, we, started at our, we started this back in April of 2021, and it was kind of just the idea was to be a podcast. And we ended up you know, just thinking, you know, buy some cameras and go investigate haunted locations that people don't know a lot about, you know. And we ended up going to Big Winnie and it went really good and then we ended up going to the boyd house and then the reception got even better and then we did our recent release in may at the hampton iowa franklin county historic jail and then from their spirit realm offered for us to come to their network exclusively to film um quite a few episodes for them so a lot has happened in the past few years and yeah it's nice for somebody to take a chance on us for what Spirit Realm is, I'll go to that fast, too, is a free 24-7 streaming service. And that was the one thing that really meant a lot to us because it isn't all about the money as much as it is the history to us. And we wanted to get our message to everybody any way possible. So the free platform really helped with the Spirit Realm for us to contribute to their network. So that's why we went that route.
0: So yeah, exactly. cool. Man. Yeah, so yeah. See- yeah about the episodes that you guys have done already. What can you tell us about those?
1: We went and filmed at Edinburgh Manor and that kind of didn't fit like our go to historic places and all this that people don't know about, but it was a bucket list location for us. Because before we even started to investigate, Edinburgh Manor was like one of the main locations we wanted to go to before even like filming crews went there. And we got the opportunity and that was just a wild night. We had some awesome interactions from the other side. and uh, we then went off to Hastings, Minnesota, and we were working on the Leduc Historic Estate to film there. For since we started chasing paranormal, wasn't it? I mean, we had a, we had an um, acquaintance in the paranormal field, um, kind of, you know, mentioned the place to us, and we did, we dived in and did some research, and it took you know pulling some strings. It took some time, but we were the first filming crew to go in there and actually film under the roof of the Leduc Historic Estate, and it's a Civil War Victorian era home where General William LaDuke stayed. He even had president a president come through and dine there. And yeah, I mean it was a really awesome experience. So that was what we just did two weekends ago. About two weekends ago we went there. So Edinburgh LaDuke Historic Estate. And then we have about three more filmings coming up in the fall. So it's it's constant, man. It's been
0: <laughs> what is Edinburgh Manor? What what exactly is that place?
1: It was it was a, okay so it was originally um it was supposed to be built as a county like courthouse and then they moved the county seat 10 miles down so then they turned it into a uh, a poor farm and people lived on that poor farm for quite a while many died there and uh they kind of just like scattered it was rumored that they scattered bodies in unmarked graves on the property and this is prior to Enbert even getting built. And then Edinburgh got built in I think 1911. It got built and it was like fully operational for about a hundred years. Where it housed a clinically insane, and what was it? It was a retirement home as well, right? Yeah, I mean, and multiple. They were they kind of treated them unfairly. People claimed because they were short staffed, so they'd use restraints, medical restraints under the building and everything, and people died there. I mean, it's just it's crazy. Dark stories are there. So it's it's pro. It's by far the biggest location we ever went to. I mean and we covered the place entirely by ourselves right so yeah so former poor house all the way up to a poor farm all the way up into a former insane asylum pretty much oh wow yes i mean it's it's it was a very very cool feeling there it really was it was an awesome time
0: you know civil war stuff when it comes to hauntings it always intrigues me you know and you can just kind of imagine all the trauma that that was there all the pain and heartache that you know people went through uh so like here yeah, in Houston uh where we have the the Houston Zoo to give you an idea uh the of the size and the popularity it's number 2 in the nation behind San Diego Zoo so the Houston Zoo here it's a pretty big deal yeah and then we got herman Park which is a huge park downtown you know uh, all that was all civil war you know uh not necessarily battlegrounds, but they held like prisoners of war there there was the uh, the hospitals that were there you know of course they 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 house all the uh, soldiers uh, and so like all that land uh that the zoos built on the hermit parks built on the hospitals that are that are still there and i mean they're huge hospitals mm-hmm. now you know state-of-the-art facilities uh all that there are people buried underneath those grounds because we're like i think one of four states in in the whole union that's that, that by law we don't have to dig up anybody to build a world yeah yeah, so the, so the Hermit Park's a big area for all activities. So. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for sharing. That. That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so uh, I know you, you mentioned Edinburgh, and what was the second one you mentioned? The the Duke. The Duke.
1: Yeah. State in Hastings, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. And what was the third one? The third one, where the, these are coming up in the fall, so we're working on all of these. So that's we can't say where we're going in the future. Okay.
2: But, okay. Yeah, you know, we do
1: have three awesome locations coming up. One's a revisit; uh, we've been there before. Um, and yeah, one is a location that not many people have gotten the opportunity to go and investigate. And it's it's the biggest location, and I mean for us, it's like going into a place that you know not many are allowed to go into, and we're getting an opportunity. And it's going to be awesome to unveil what it is to everybody too.
0: Oh, yeah. And I I love when I hear people are going someplace that no one really knows about or very few people have gone to. Uh, yeah, uh, when you get like a place that's like uh, everyone goes there every weekend, you know, it, it's like, you know, you can kind of get bored of that. then you can kind of get the. Uh, no, go ahead.
1: No, no, I was gonna say like, yeah, like I agree with you when people are touching the places constantly too, like Edinburgh Manor, people experiment differently, everything, you know, all their methods of experimentation are totally different. We do it totally different ways than the next group that's there the day after us, you know, and it's, you never know what's going on when there's groups there constantly, you know, so I like going to locations that are barely even touched. And yeah, so you can kind of get the validity instead of, you know, spirits that are potentially brought in by other opening portals per se. You know, so I mean, that's my kind
0: of yeah, no, and I totally agree with you. I think you know, everyone carries their energy wherever they go, so they can yeah. have be and you know, they're you what they're bringing and what they're taking, and you know, and I think it can kind of get watered down a little bit, you know,
1: yeah, absolutely, yeah, for sure. And, and going to Edinburgh, I mean, that's mainly going to be like a pure investigation episode because I mean, people know the history of Edinburgh Manor. What I told you is pretty much the basis of it, you know, and uh. It's just—it's really gonna be cool to see us going and doing what we do with a point of view from our cameras and no one else in the twelve thousand square foot building. And we invested mm-hmm. top to bottom, so I mean, it's—it—it was a really scary experience, I guess <laughs> you could say. Well, so when you guys go out, is it just you two guys? And entirely,
0: hundred percent.
1: Okay. yeah no like what you're gonna get with us man it, it, we're a docu series i mean that's in the sense where you're seeing it from what we are doing i'm not going out going to give you 4k 8k content you know we can't afford that because it's me and her entirely doing it until spirit realm stepped in and they wanted to invest in us as well you know and it's kind of like we're we're getting no financial gain besides the idea of someone wanting us to go film for them you know and it's and yeah i mean it's gonna to open doors and i don't know man i'm so excited for what's ahead. honestly um
0: <laughs> yeah 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 so like what 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 makes you want to do this you know what what drives you guys to continue to want to go
1: our biggest drive has always been our love for history mm-hmm. you know like we went to charleston for our honeymoon i've said that on a, every podcast we've been to but i will until it's done because what <laughs> was our main Thing was uh, we could go anywhere for our honeymoon and we had the opportunity was Vegas, whatever And we picked Charleston because we love the history of Charleston and the Civil War history and revolution I mean everything about history draws us in and then we always were fans of the paranormal, you know So it's kind of chase history while going after the paranormal at the same time And I mean we've had some pretty good luck with it so far, man I mean, it's been an awesome ride for the past two years for sure
0: <laughs> so What can you talk about what uh... What you've experienced in, in edinburgh for example
1: go ahead no you tell them you tell them you have the biggest what you what's the scariest experience you had in edinburgh manor i
2: say i didn't think it was that scary. he was more scared than i was but, <laughs> I saw. Oh, that, yeah. I mean, I saw someone sitting in a chair. He never got to see anything. He was hoping to go in and see something, and I don't think we got it because it was literally I was turning, and I just saw it with my own eyes. But I don't know. It wasn't really scary, honestly.
1: No, I mean I that was. What you mean. Well, what was your most then my most scary experience at Edinburgh was probably being down in the basement just because of the the infamous tales of the Joker. You know, you're kind of watching over your back when you're down there, and it's a massive basement, isn't it? Yeah. It
2: is. Yeah.
1: I don't think it was that She's brave. <laughs> brave one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So when you saw the man, what was he? He was just sitting in a chair. Yes. Or so, yeah, or. I don't, I, just, I don't
2: know. I was more of a. You could just see a little figure. It was just like sitting more like down like that. I don't know. It's weird.
1: It
2: was, it was yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah, and her face was like. It was like I'm pretty sure I, I just mean, saw some sitting there. He's like, what?
1: Yeah. Unfortunately,
2: yeah, I was didn't have a camera. Though. We
1: were we literally yeah. just quit filming. We were just
2: setting up.
1: We were just filming on another end of the building. We moved all of our cameras down, yeah. besides like our Irs to set up for the next part of it all, and happened right when we were moving cameras down. She's like, I just saw someone at the end of the hall. So, that's not like giving anything away in the episode because, like, we didn't get it on camera. It was her own personal
2: experience.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. oh man, that would have been great to capture.
1: Or even just capture your reaction. That that would have been great too. Oh, we we, we captured something that uh, is by far the best video footage we've ever caught by ourselves. Oh, absolutely. No, no, he asked about Edinburgh. He asked about the scariest parts of Edinburgh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, we caught an incredible part that'll that'll come out when our episode releases for uh, Laduke, but it was awesome evidence. I mean, really cool video. Uh, we felt, she even it was so good she caught it on her camera screen that she was filming off of. So I mean, it was cool well, to really bring it up and see mm-hmm. in full. Yeah, it's gonna be a. Remember, I saw
2: it with my own eyes and was like, I gotta go back and check the camera. And we actually caught it this time. <laughs>
0: What, what kind of equipment are you guys actually using? I mean, can you talk about, you know, I, I don't want to.
1: We have our, like, so we have a Canon cameras. We have DVCs for, uh, you know, like the handheld camcorders for IR night vision. Okay. Um, we mount traditional, anything with infrared night vision on it, you know, for us, because we're trying to document the paranormal experience, and so we'll set up our um, 4K Cam, it's four K. Sorry, getting you your it. face like that. So, on every on uh, on certain ends of the buildings, we'll have infrared cameras set up on tripods that we're filming off of. And at night, we'll use our uh, infrared handheld DVC camcorders. That's what we use for like our night filming. Um, and we have so, oh, for and then if you go to like our investigation stuff, I mean, we're pretty plain Jane when it comes to investigating. I mean, more senses than anything, and we love our spirit box. I mean, you'll see us holding that a ton. Because I mean, people get annoyed by a no white noise, but we have gotten incredible, incredible stuff come through. I mean, going with family histories of places that we went to, it's been that valid. Um, we always have our Zoom H1N recorder with us for EVPs and audio. We will use that to film, but we we'll use that even to like roll our, for our interviews and stuff. We'll use that for our EVP recorder as well. Um, yeah, I mean, best at the budget that we can afford. You know, right. Pretty simple. I mean, and we're making sure at least bringing 1080p to 4K. You know, we're trying our hardest to bring content, but I mean, the best quality we can. But it's only the two of us. I mean, it's entirely, there's no one else behind it. So, like, what's the difference
0: between like night vision and, and IR?
1: So, I don't know. Cause, like, when they say night vision, they usually just say it's infrared. I mean, so like when you turn on your, huh? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Um, I do the techie stuff. I'm kind of the techie nerd. Um, that's why she's going to be quiet about it all. I go up in the middle of investigating man and I'll like hit buttons for it. It's like, how do you turn the thing on? And <laughs> but, uh, no denying. Um, yeah, no. So like when you have your normal video camera, they will have, um, you won't see it at all in the dark. So when we hit the infrared on it'll illuminate its white source to let us see what we can't see with our own eyes. So we kind of use that as our own eyes when we're in pitch black buildings. And we'll even get our own IR attachments to go with the IR light because the IR light on the camcorder is not strong enough to really illuminate the whole buildings that we go to. You'll need to get like separate infrared attachments. You can get them from go Stop, Amazon, anywhere really. But uh, they can help illuminate and see more of the room. Okay. watching. And if you're just using like a camcorder with IR, you're not going to get the whole illuminate of the room. You know, it's not going to illuminate. Okay. And I need like if you're ever going to investigate and you haven't bought one You'd have to get one with like an IR attachment to it and then it only works if you have IR on your camera you can't buy one separate if it doesn't have IR on it Okay, yeah, that's okay. kind of yeah, That's okay.
0: so that's, that's, that's the whole spectrum
1: of a light thing then right? Yeah, that's the whole spectrum of it because like if y- You can't go out like with an old school panasonic camcorder that doesn't have infrared on it and right. use an IR attachment. You have to have IR on your camcorders. You right. have well, to have obviously. that capability. Yes, it has to have that capability, or exactly. else it, Yeah, no, and it's, see, it's techie stuff. Yeah, and, and, and like the IR that you get on your base, like Amazon, or even if you go off like Sony or something, and you'll turn on the IR, it usually isn't enough to illuminate a room. So you can capture the anomalies and stuff, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you can capture it sometimes, but the IR will make it a lot clearer where full spectrum, if you've ever heard of full spectrum, that'll kind of give you like a purplish tint to your right. video. That's kind of uh you can use them as well if you have IR. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean they they you can use either or but yeah that's kind of giving you a deep dive on like the IR equipment that we use. So we oh, always okay. use IR cameras with an IR attachment when we're filming. Yeah. So it's actually
0: it helps me out a lot because I have an IR uh night vision camera. Uh, yep. and that's what I use when I go out to do my Bigfoot stuff. So I should probably give you right. some like bigger
1: lights or some bigger IR lights, right? Oh yeah, there's even little there's even little lights you can use, and I mean they'll light up your camera, so you can see literally everything in the woods. Oh, yeah. Literally, they will save your life, and I mean you can buy some as cheap as thirty bucks, and some some of them go up to seventy or so. But I mean it's give or take on what you're doing, you know?
0: Okay. Yeah. That's yeah.
1: True. So if if you got like an IR IR attachment light to help you a ton in the woods.
0: Yeah, because like so like in the daytime, I, you know, of course I don't use it, and I can. My field of vision is, is much wider. But at nighttime, when I use it, it's that field of vision is very narrow. So I guess if I got me some, something that projected more IR lighting, I could probably expand my field of vision almost like the daytime, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's a good uh yeah. You taught me something. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't even know I was doing that. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't even know I was going to learn this until I started talking to you, so that's good. Um, yeah, so uh, so you talked about getting some evidence, and then I, you know I don't want you to talk about anything that uh, that, that you can't. But what about like your previous investigations? What's some of your best evidence?
1: What am I? well, you can think of. Do you have your personal favorite?
2: I uh, like we got the boy house, and we got his name, and that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, that. and the accident and all that. The little boy that choked to death, obviously it was an accident. So it was really cool to to so we'll
1: get those. The, the Boyd house was built by, uh, not I don't know if it was built or not. I, I don't remember. We've worked on different <laughs> stuff, so I have to do the deep dive on research for this place. But uh, it was built by Fred, and the first residents there, let's go this route, it was by uh, Fred and Minnie Eckhart and their, two, their, what, three kids they had? Violet, there was David, and then the other child. Two of the infants died in the home. So David choked to death and we actually came in contact with him because we asked who was in the room with us and it said, David, and we said right after, how do you die? And how did you pass away? And he said, accident. Accident. I mean, it was possibly, I don't know how much closer, like people can say ghosts are fake and whatnot, but if you are literally getting the name David under the roof of, you know, the Eckhart's home where he passed away from an accident of choking to death around the, yeah. I mean, seriously, that's incredible. Yeah. And that came through an SB seven. So that's one reason. And then going back to big Winnie the first time we ever, went, we were like novice investigators. I mean, we didn't have any idea what we were doing. We went in there with Arnold and Matthew and Arnold held the spirit box. And he said, uh, started talking through names and it said, Arnold, and then we got another voice Arnold. And he was the owner of the store, the fifth generational owner of the store that was built. And I think it was built in 1932 by uh, the founder of Bina, Minnesota. That's funny. Sorry, I'm going to different ones, but I'm going to tell you all the fun little. uh, That's great. Yeah, yeah And, uh, no, we got Arnold coming. We got Arnold's name. I swear over a dozen times. Right. we also
2: don't know which Arnold you're talking to. Is it's like? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Arnold's, Arnold's dad, the current owner's dad's name. They called him Butch. And we got that. Like he called down the stairway where he would sit all the time. Butch.
1: Yeah, we got Butch when we were down in the basement. There, Butch. Down the stairs, and we showed it to Matthew. Like, who is this? And he told us all about it. Like, oh, wow! And then at the end of that episode, right after we investigated, there was an um, somebody that camps there. Her name was Jill Bowden. Is her name Jill Bowden. She gave um, video footage to the owners, Matthew and Arnold, at Big Winnie of a full-bodied apparition walking past their Zoom ring camera. And the and it's at the end of our episode on there. We even have it on our page under the video section. It looks like a Native American woman holding like a basket or something. And and it's not it's not our footage, but we were allowed to put it at the end of the episode because it tied together. right after we investigated, we caught this apparition, and I mean, it really—I don't know. Yeah, we. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, that 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 place is special to us for sure.
0: <laughs> well, Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, like, what else do you use? I know you said you use a spirit box, right? Yeah. So what other pieces of
1: equipment do you guys like to use i like we like emf meters i mean i like the original k2 uh we tried a new like handheld piece of uh temperature where it can tell you like the degrees and all that kind of stuff and yeah we just we prefer the k2 more than that you know we know like and people can say a 2 can be faulty because it can be put in a room with electrical wires it can sense that and all that but if you kind of know where you're at and know where the wires and everything are and where you're not going to get a reading. It can be pretty accurate. And we've always had, we've had good readings with them that is pretty accurate. Because like on the SB7, we have the SB7T where it can give you a temperature reading and it'll go off with an alarm. And we've had a cold reading go off on that at the same time as an EMF. Reading. So, I mean, it's kind of two different sources of EMF readings at the same time. We're getting the, you know, lights are moving while we're getting the beep, 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 beep. In a blue light. Not to sound weird, but that's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, i know Like, honestly, I mean, we have we have dowsing rods. We've used them, not much. Yeah, no, we didn't use them the last time. I mean, because when we go places, we'll immediately we have our way of starting investigations, and uh we'll immediately dive right into an EVP session, our spirit box session. But if we aren't getting anything with EVPs, we'll try to bring that white noise out to bring some way of communication to them, you know, and it usually works, doesn't it? I mean, right when we bring the spirit box out, people are like, oh, can you use something else? It's like, well, if I'm gonna use something else, I'm gonna go out and get the new Spirit Box Pro that's coming out. <laughs> we just we love it, It's we have people use portal boxes they use their own thing. We love SB sevens. And we've caught so much with it. And we do the Estus method with the um spirit box where put on headphones and um she'll be Top
2: volume.
1: Oh, it's incredible. That's the one at Edinburgh, man. We caught evidence with the Estes method that we're going to be able to show. No, no, there's nothing wrong with that because people use the Estes method. Um, it's, I'm not going any further than that. We tried the Estes method and it worked very effectively. Um, we even got like answers from that, that like the owner was wanting herself. So, I mean, it was pretty, that's all I can say with the Estes method at Edinburgh Manor. that tons of investigators have went there and she hasn't gotten the answer and we may have got. that's all I can say. And we got that with the Estes method, which is long story short, plug a headphones into a spirit box and you turn up the frequency, you know, turn up the volume on it and she'll have a radio sweep going and I'll ask questions in a different room, other side of the room, doesn't matter, she can't hear me. Cause I mean, it's <laughs> in her head. Mm-hmm. She's not hearing me. And I'll even say like on the camera, I'll be like, Lexi, no, she's like, you know, and I asked a question during the test mm-hmm. session. That was mind blowing like people would be like, yeah, like it's, it's good stuff, man. It's, it's, it's gonna prove validity to what's going on at that word for sure. And Estes method probably for sure at her best. I think that's probably the best we've got. I mean, yeah I don't know it's that's just, that's just really cool because I mean because like it's literally like you're the energy that they're using for the spirit box session because I'm asking the questions and they're responding through the headphones that only her she can hear it yeah. so it's like they're they're communicating with you and you don't even realize what's going on at the time either because you go into a totally different feeling you know I'm sure you do because
2: you are you <laughs> <laughs>
1: So right now when
0: you told me that he tapped you, like you kind of jumped. Have you guys ever been touched or tapped or anything? Yes. <laughs> you can't talk about it? it? I mean, you can't talk about it, that's fine. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet.
1: Yeah. You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, like, I came in to Chasing Paranormal Complete Skeptic, and she, she always was like, they're real. You know, like aliens, everything. I didn't believe in aliens until about a couple years back, you know, and she's like, they're real. And when it comes to, ghosts, she's proved it to me, you know? And man, I went from skeptic to believer in the two years that we've been doing this. It's, we've got some pretty cool stuff coming forward for sure.
0: Yeah. I, I've, so like, I've always been a believer, you know, since I was a, a oh, yeah. but nothing uh, paranormal in the sense of spirits or ghosts or hauntings happened to me until a good 10 years ago i would say and i was living in a house and uh, i was sitting on the edge of the bed and by this time everybody had experienced something in the house you know my kids they all experienced something uh, i've even felt like somebody sitting on the bed twice and this was in the first two weeks that we were in this house and I, both times i thought it was my dog and then, maybe like a month or so later, I was sitting on the edge of the bed getting ready to go to work. You know, I just woke up and I felt somebody like jab me in the ribs. You know, have you ever poked her in the ribs or she's poked you in the ribs? You know, that same feeling. You know, it's somebody like legit poked me in the ribs. That was the only time I was, I was taking a shower one time and it felt like somebody was putting their finger down my spine as I was taking a shower. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was. But even like my kids, they weren't, you know, they've all been poked. My, my actually, my oldest, she got poked in the ribs the same way I did. Uh, my youngest was eating at the kitchen table, a bowl of cereal with her earbuds in her ear. And I, she turned around. She's like, What? And I'm like, What do you mean? She goes, I feel like somebody tapped me on the shoulder. You know, uh, yeah. My son was sitting on the couch and he called me at work and he was telling me that he was kind of freaked out because he was watching TV and he saw a figure from the right side of his, you know, out of the corner of his eye. And it, was squatting down, kinda, and it was reaching out with its finger and it touched him on his arm. Yeah, yeah. That that house. Was, yeah. It was nothing bad, nothing evil, nothing malicious. But it was just, you know, in my opinion, trying to get our attention. So Oh yeah, yeah. And I, and I, and I, and, that, and that's all. That's all, right? Just touching us. That's all. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, a, it was a fun place. Here steps, you know. It was it was it was uh, it was fun. I liked it, but, uh, <laughs> And from what i understand there's still activity in that house to this day um, brilliant yeah yeah
2: but,
0: uh, so like what is your what are what do you guys families think about all this
2: well his family's always watched all
1: of it. man i i just turned 30 and i've been watching like i literally the first show my dad and i like we all would watch together it was not first but that i can remember Ghost Hunters, like go back to Ghost Hunters, Taps, you know, when Grant and Jay were doing like the old house investigations and whatnot. And then uh, they, I would watch, uh, what's that one show with Ryan Buehl? Animal State Chip yeah. coffee I didn't like, well, I wasn't like a big fan of any of these shows in particular. Like I like Ghost Hunters and whatnot, but it was more the idea of ghost hunting, you know? And that's like, exactly. that was kind of the thing full spectrum. And then, you know, Ghost Adventures and all that stuff to go forth. I mean, that was a big influence. No. yeah, I mean that's our family would our family has been very supportive.
2: My family's had, we've had a lot of my families had their own experiences. So they're all they're all good with their on board, but Okay. So we've had Oh my family has my own we're from I, I'm from Iowa. So growing up in old creepy farmhouses and all this, we have our own experiences, but so my family's cool with it.
1: Yeah, my family they are supportive, yeah. very supportive. Yeah, just growing up watching it, and they love that we're doing it. I mean, it's, you know, right. it's only places we never thought we would that we've all known about for such a long time. It's really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like, you know, like when all the Bigfoot shows started coming out, I wasn't necessarily a, a, a fan of the shows. Um, but I was a fan of, you know, the Bigfoot research and watching the witnesses come on and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, so I definitely like that aspect, and, and, and you know, I had nothing bad to say about any of the celebrities that were on there, or you know, the people that were on the you know the cast. You know, I just didn't. The it was embellished, you know, and, and uh, you know yeah, there were marching bands and rocking out with music, and I'm like, okay, you ain't gonna like catch anything doing that. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're chasing everything off for miles around, right? But uh, you know, I, I was I was a fan of, of that whole idea, you know, so I I, I like that. Um where was I going with that dude? I was gonna mention something about the shows. So. oh well, it. um but Lexi, um, you know, I don't I when I had uh, Brady on I asked him what got him in, into this field. What actually got you into this whole field? I
2: don't know, I'm just always um, like I like so I was a little girl that just, you know, I was a witch for every Halloween, and I'm making potions, of, you know, sticks and leaves and mud and whatever all, you know, I've always been into it. Um, I've had experiences ever since I was a little girl. Um, I've heard my mom tell me her stories, and <coughs> me. my grandma tell me her stories, and I've just, I've always had a feel for it. So.
0: It's been a part of your life, really, right?
2: Yeah, always.
0: Yeah. Well, It's funny, because I was always, like, into, you know, the whole witchcraft stuff, too. And- uh, I remember growing up in my dad and my grandpa's uh, property. He had a, a huge property. It was, it wasn't a farm necessarily, but I mean he had horses and cows and uh, not cows, but chickens and goats. He had uh, uh, like like sugar canes and he grew you know a big garden and a fig tree. He had a big piece of property. It was fun growing up. But I remember going to the back of the shack, and I had like this little coffee can. And I would put like stupid little leaves in it or sticks and thinking I was making a potion or something.
2: That's right. <laughs> awesome.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, yeah I, I still remember that that that, that Folgers coffee can. It was, you know, I would always look for it when I was in there to go burn something in it or mix stuff up in it. Probably, probably I didn't kill myself. I don't know I was pouring stuff in there. I probably had no business pouring together. <laughs> so uh are there any places that, that you guys are looking forward to going back or like that you guys want to go back to? Go
1: ahead. I'd like to go back to the Boyd House. And that's one place I'd like to go back to. I mean, that's, the we felt a big connection to the place. And I feel like uh, we left there with business not finished. You know, it was kind of uh we only had the day to film there. We went in like a, one of the worst snowstorms Minnesota seen in years and uh, we drove through it i mean we almost literally we got out of an accident up by brainer minnesota here and it was a 16 car pileup that happened uh, literally seconds after we got out of this drift that came through to go film and r- people behind us got caught up in the accident we made it to the void house three hours through that it took seven hours to drive mm-hmm. For a four-hour drive, so we wow. made it there on the whole night, and we got just a ton of awesome stuff. So that's one place we really want to go back to. Our me myself, I think Boyd House. I mean, the, a lot of people have went there. They brought in the owners even said they brought in haunted artifacts, you know. But it so it kind of draws me in more to see what's changed since we first went there. You okay. know, because there was uh, I, we weren't one of the first people to go to the Boyd House, but I mean, when we went there, there was only more regional teams that were kind of going to the Boyd House than more in my from what I learned, you know And there was a few that would go there and kind of like film their experiences, but not what it is right now mm-hmm. You know, and I want to see what's went on since we've went there two years ago, you know, so we'll see, you know Hopefully we get that opportunity to do it, So,
0: Is there any places that you guys want to go there? Uh, want to go to regardless if it's a bucket place, uh, you know a bucket list place or not is there something Alcatraz can... man
1: what is that Alcatraz. Alcatraz like that's my, that's my dream location Boyd House Boyd, the Boyd House is in Boyd Minnesota it's um, you go through Sock Center out that way where um, like the pulper house and all that is located and you'll go through Sock Center and it's about an hour and a half I think it's what south southwest of Sock Center so yeah about, it's about four hours away from where we live so have you guys ever been to the hensdale house no no we're i mean we're in northern minnesota like two hours from the canadian border hensdale is over probably about 17 hours away from us okay yes i mean we're quite a ways off from new york and all that kind of stuff but ways away from yeah
0: i I got invited to go there i'm going to try to go there i don't know if i'll be able to but uh, it's in october so I'm trying to count my... Oh, we throw out
1: some place, the awesome stuff about that place.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the Monroe Theater. I had the guy on, and he invited
1: me to go out there, too. So
0: I want to go to that, that, that theater. So it seems like a good place to go to. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Nice friendly. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you guys give to people who like want to get into this field and actually film and make their own documentaries?
1: Um, number one, if you're going to like try to film to if you're trying to film and go anywhere get permission where you're going first because like if you're trespassing you can really screw yourself over (laughs) I mean, you know get and reach out it takes a lot of patience don't think that just because we're nothing you know we are nothing compared to what's out there and we still behind the scenes to get certain things it's taken us six months to even get a reply email to get one step further to not even getting the okay to film and
2: right,
1: yeah, I mean, a location we're going to now has taken us two years to work on, and I mean, it's a lot of grinding, a lot of patience. Um, you need to contribute a lot of your money to locations because it's very expensive. A lot of locations cost anywhere from three to five hundred dollars to go. Us, we are by ourselves, so imagine the cost for that. Um, get, get gear from reputable. Uh, websites, you know, go stops, fine. Um, there's people out there that can make faulty equipment, you know, through eBay, especially K2 meters. Um, spirit boxes are another thing that people claim you can rig. Um, I don't know, but definitely just make sure that you get your permission, you know, be safe, and always make have respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people say, like, what is that called when they'll call out this? Don't intend, uh, you know, it's you know, people teach their own, but the thing is, have respect, um, make sure that you're taking care, cleansing yourself because there is such thing as attachments, we have one, two places where you can literally feel some, you know, something changes your emotions when you're in certain ways. We have argue when we barely even argue in locations, I mean, before filming it, you need to make sure that you are, before you go in and leave, make sure you're cleansing yourself properly. You know, if it's a prayer, if you have your own ways of doing it, you know, holy water, so be it. Just take care of yourself, because you can bring stuff home, and it sounds corny, but you really can. Especially, you don't know what you're dealing with. So,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um it's funny you, you kind of say that. It reminded me of something. So my place that I'm that I'm living at, I've been here for like four years, right? And my my neighbor, you know, we talk when we see each other, but we were at the grocery store just like maybe like a month ago, and so we kind of ran into each other down the aisle, so we just started talking and. Uh, one of our neighbors moved out so we were getting new neighbors and we were, we were just talking about that I and mean, I hope these people are good people and that's all I really want you know and he's like yeah he goes we used to all you know like party out here in, in the front there was four of us and he uh, goes we used to always have parties and barbecues you know he goes uh, and the people that that, that live where you're at <laughs> he says they were kind of weird but 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 they were cool they would always you know come out and barbecue with us too I said what do you mean kind of weird He's like, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't tell you. I said, dude, you already told me they're weird. And they used to live in my place. Just to tell me, you know, what's up with them? They used to hold seances in here. <laughs> I <don't> know, hey. <laughs> yeah. So either they knew what they were doing, or they didn't know what they were doing. So that, you know, so there's nothing here. So, so I was just glad about that. You know.
1: That's what I'm talking about. Like going back to what we were saying earlier about going to locations that people investigate every day. People are doing seances, man. Like you have no idea. What yeah. is in those buildings, and people don't like the talk of demons, but I mean, there is bad juju out there. I mean, there's really bad stuff out there, and you just don't mess with stuff you shouldn't, you know. It's uh, seances,
0: yeah. It's like I say, either they knew what they were doing and they closed it out properly, or they didn't know what they were doing and they didn't get any kind of response at all. So, you know, I, I, but but you know what, I was fine with that. Like, oh, oh, that's cool, I thought it was great, <laughs> right on my own, you know. Oh, up some car- I'm gonna tear up this car, uh, this carpet and see if there's not a little, a little pentagram circled on underneath the carpet there. You know? you know. So you guys, you were talking about, um, uh, you know, when you feel like like a connection to a certain place. Is there any place that you didn't get any kind of activity or any kind of connection that you want to go back and and maybe give it another shot?
1: My Hampton Jail? No, it's one. LaDuke?
2: Yeah, I was going to say LaDuke. Yeah. It, like, there was stuff, but it, it was quiet, but like definitely felt something there. That was, so I really do want to go back
1: there. I wish we the place we recently filmed, and, and the thing is, I mean, we're sorting through we're, we're working on Ed Morgan stuff, and then LaDuke, we filmed hours upon hours upon hours of footage. I mean, we're sorting through night vision cameras still of LaDuke and whatnot, and uh, yeah so i mean i don't know well duke is one that we would definitely want to go back and that's one place yeah
0: Yeah, i went to mineral wells uh here in texas mineral Wells, which is the haunted hill house
2: yeah
1: i
0: went there and i wasn't blown away by anything there was like very very little bit of activity but i i want to kind of go back and give it a second shot you know because so like like the only two things that happened there it was overnight investigation was uh a gentleman he had his, this little pink when they had like his little fiber optic hair so like when he touched the hair it would go off and play a little music that went off a couple of times and then he had a spirit box and uh he was showing me all the bells and whistles on it you know and this is like the first time i had seen one up close and personal oh yeah and uh, you know so I, I wanted to learn about it and show cause i thought it was pretty it was pretty cool and uh he said, "Well, I'm gonna go upstairs and I'm gonna do a session upstairs." And I said, well, can I go with you?" And a voice came through the box and come up. You know, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, cool!" But you know, then we went upstairs and, and and nothing happened. So it was like I got teased. You know, it was like I was just teased. They're um, awesome as beer boxes are. Yes, but you know, I mean, what are the what are the chances
1: of me asking that question? Do you mind if I come up with you? Come up. You know. Oh, yeah, no, that happened to us when at a time at Leduc, too. She, she has a trigeminal nerve issue, so that's why her eye will get squinty. It's from Crohn's disease. So to that's actually, no,
0: you have I've to, got, uh, no, I've got Bell's palsy, so my face acts up from time to time. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, it's horribly painful, so that's why she jumped up. <laughs> <this>. <laughs> just a moment, she said. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Leduc, I don't know. We had a moment there that was very similar to what you just told us about. Yeah, pretty cool what at one spot where okay yeah there was a spot where like at the same time it was cold it said freezing oh not her freezing no, because what was going on the <laughs> she's coming back
2: Sorry. <laughs> um we had this you were standing up with the spirit box and we're, it like all of a sudden just got super super cold and you're like it's so cold in here and then, oh and then it goes and then it goes freezing yeah right after that was pretty-
1: yeah, literally at the time where, it was, where I said that it was cold in the air, it's like freezing right through the spirit box. I mean, it was it was, like, it was neat. It's pretty good. You can check out. It. And do
0: you guys do any kind of like events or paracons or do you go to them at all? I've never been invited to one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know why not? Yeah. Oh, man, we've never been invited to one, you know? And I'm just going to say that straight up. We're really outgoing people. We've never gotten an invite to any event.
2: Hmm. Just,
1: you know? Uh if we'd never been to we there's a lot of occasions around here where you can't really do events for ghosting. Right there. I mean, not many. I mean yeah, but I mean coming to Paracons there there used to be one here in Minnesota that kind of fell through and nothing's really came through since. And other than that, the surrounding states we've never gotten the invite to go to one. So we just kind of keep doing our thing, you know? yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I get invited. I just uh, you know, they just want me to go and show up and pay my ticket. <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah,
0: we've got we've got more invited, like, are you?
1: we've got invited to ones where like, you know, you can you can pay for like the vendor stuff, but as it comes to, like being presenters or anything like that, we've never gotten an invite or anything to pair a mm-hmm. cons or yeah, host an event or I mean so be it. But you know, maybe down the line, maybe down the road we can do one, you know, but it just depends on if we can find the right spot for it.
0: Right, yeah. One thing I, that I want to do here in, you know, locally here, here to Houston, is hold maybe like a town meeting for myself. You know, try to get you know whether it's UFOs, Bigfoot, you know, paranormal people to come in and talk about their experiences. You know. Oh yeah. That's, you know, so that's something that I that I want to do for myself. Yeah. So that's probably something you guys could probably do too. You know, host of, host Oh, yeah. Like, Oh yeah. 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 No. There's. I don't
1: know. It would be fun to go to something like that. It'd be fun to meet people more than just the internet. You know what I mean? Like, then just chatting like this, like to go to events where you can meet other groups and all that. But I don't know. It's very competitive out there. It feels like for some reason it shouldn't be because everybody's in it for the same reason.
2: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, like everybody, we should all be out there trying to support each other. And that's what it should all be about. You know? So hopefully one day we can go to one and cross paths. That'd be great, man.
0: Yeah. Shit. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, I would definitely love that. Oh. Hey, did you get a chance to look at that video that I have sent you
1: guys? I must have I got it through the link. No, you have to send it to me. I, guess I remember you wanted me to look at a clip, but I didn't get the video.
0: Oh, you didn't get the video? Oh,
1: man. I, I, I have to send it I, over I to look her. At it. Yeah, no, because he asked if I had this. When I was at work one day, he asked if I had this. Oh. Yeah. Is this.
0: Stop it when I. Stop yeah. It. I, it's yeah. kind of like a very small ratio. It was, it was a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, we well, you get a chance, because like on the left hand side of the road, yeah, the the road. yeah, oh,
1: yeah, oh, yeah it, I wonder if you can get I something to clear that up. Oh, I'll have to oh, get it up. Did you see it? Not on our end. I'll have to watch the video.
0: That was sent in by one of the by one of my fans. Uh, it was taken in East Texas, so yeah. If you guys get a chance, look at it. Tell me what you guys think. Yeah. Okay. That kind of yeah. It was kind of yeah. yeah it, it's it's uh, very small. Very small. Uh, clip but uh Yeah, so tell us a little bit more about spirit realm if you guys don't mind and where people can find all your All your uh, all your stuff all your all your video footage and your documentaries and...
1: so so spirit realm is a 24-7 live streaming service and they also are big on doing live stream investigations So you can go on their website spirit spiritrealm.net where um there's like our haunted destinations. That's where Jim Martin, the owner of the our the owner of Spirit Realm, he will go with his group locations and do live stream investigations through the spiritrealm.net. Um, and you can go to their page and check it out on Facebook. It's our haunted destinations. And um, there's also other types of like psychic mediums that'll do live readings. Um, there's an animal. Yeah. So like you can go to Spirit Realm's Facebook page and they'll post when they have like their live on their news feed. When they're going to have the next live psychic medium come on. There's an animal whisperer. There's people that can speak with people on the other side. I mean, it's it's really cool, compelling stuff. And it was one thing that kind of drew us to Spirit Realm because it's free and everybody kind. of It's it's just different, you know, because there's psychic mediums on there and there's all this content of live stream investigations. And then we'll be bringing our docu series, which is as raw uh, and uncut kind of as it gets. I mean, it's front row seat to so Lexi and I going to some of the most haunted locations that people don't really know about. As well as like edinburgh manor which people do know about but it had to happen so we went and did it and uh yeah i mean this is all going to be coming to spirit realm hopefully you know sometime in quarter four of uh 2023 we're hoping and uh we're working way on the editing i mean it's all going to be on the spirit Realm.net. you can go onto their page and hit i think it shows on their website and then you can see all the shows of our schedule and you're going to see all of the shows that the show offers that the network itself offers. And then we have our own page on there as well, where our episodes will be streamed off of. So, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty diverse website. There's a lot of content on there. That's coming.
0: Well, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. But I, I love watching like psychics
1: and even, you know, card readers. Yeah. There's plenty of psychics on there. There's a lot of different psychic mediums for sure. So you know, we're actually, I, if I believe so, we are the first, series that is going to be on the network itself so uh mm-hmm. yeah i mean and it's, it's as simple as clicking the spirit realm.net when we release our episodes and it's going to be right there to watch for free so nothing's changing besides we're just going to spear Realm, to, uh you know give it a go and it's going fantastic i mean they've treated us very good and i can't i'm so excited for what's the heck because doors are opening that we never even expected would so that's good. Well,
0: you guys deserve it. You, you really do. Um,
1: I appreciate that, man. We've been following each other for quite a while, so I really appreciate that from you.
0: Is there anything else? Uh, well, what about, you know, your guys personal pages or contact information or channels, whatever you guys want to promote, man?
1: Uh, just honestly to promote it that uh, we're, again, I mean, we're working on more content than we ever have. It was usually an episode or two a year. We have up to six coming out in the next, I don't know, six months to a year i mean we are we're busting our tails right now we're as real as it gets we're bringing you the realist evidence out there i feel because it's it's real i mean it's lexi and i going into these locations and our experiences right on camera we're capturing stuff i can't believe and yeah we're working our hardest to get these episodes out man and on our personal pages that's where you're going to find is we're going to be promoting this because we're proud of it i mean it's mm-hmm. it's nothing that's going to be like quality perfect but it's It's real. I mean, you're going to see locations you haven't seen, and it's fun. And it's a lot bigger than it was before, so in the sense of where we are going, so.
0: What's the editing process been like for you?
1: Editing's fine. I mean, it's just the idea of going through all the footage and making sure you don't miss anything for the episode. Uh, You know, because we kind of do our ways of we have our investigation throughout and all that. But I don't know, the editing has it's gonna go really smooth, I feel, for these episodes. I feel like we did it right. and there were some errors we made when we first before we signed the spirit realm, and I feel like we've really learned along the way. So the editing's gonna go smooth. I feel like it really is. it's it yeah. started. It's, I've kind of started off and it's kind of it's going great. So there's some awesome stuff coming.
0: yeah, I think anytime you start something like that, there's there's always a learning curve and you're gonna make oh, it. It's, yeah, I'm what telling you like that's how, how you learn, right? That's how you learn.
1: Yeah, the thing is, like, And the thing is it's it's not like people can go, oh, where's the episode? You know, we're waiting. And it's like, no, like they don't understand the amount of hours it goes to make a 43 minute episode that's fit for TV or whatever. And it for each minute, it takes hours sometimes because you're literally for each minute matching audio up from different video. And I mean, it's it's crazy. And then you need to fit the story in there with images and narration. I mean, it can sometimes take three to four months for a single episode, and people be like, whoa, but for me, that's only been doing it a few years i'm learning as i go and it's getting better and she's there with me and i mean i don't know we're we're learning it man and i don't know i feel like we got past those learning curves so a lot more is going to be coming out yeah.
0: yeah you know i've got sd cards full of audio you know uh from audio because when i go big footing i'll set a recorder out and let it run you know all night and if we're there two or three days it, it'll run those two or three days right I've got cards I didn't even listen to. <laughs> so, yeah, man.
1: No, I mean, just to film one episode, we yeah. just did it. literally took us, I think, eight SD cards we out through. And a lot of them are 64 to 128 gigs. Ah, yeah. And we're filling oh. them up. So I mean, we have to go through all this footage as quick as we can. But as quick as we can, but at the same time, make sure we're not doing it quick because we need to pay attention to every single spec in the film. Yeah. You I know, make you sure. Can. <laughs> What's up?
0: So you got to take your time as fast as you can, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, because.
0: Yeah, we have a, yeah.
1: so if you go to YouTube, it's YouTube.com slash Chasing Paranormal MN for Minnesota. And that's Chasing Paranormal MN. Uh, we have our three episodes that we first released. It's uh, back, It's what? Historic Big Winnie General Store, uh, Boogie and Boyd, and then it's Franklin County Historic Deal, which is locked up. And those are our first three. So that's not what's going to be like going ahead. Each one, it's like at first, it's like, ooh, ooh, you know, but it's it's real. So from that to Boyd and Locked Up, it gets better and better. And what's coming to Spirit Realm is going to be awesome. So, well, cool beans, guys.
0: Uh, we're coming up to the end of the show here. Is there anything else you guys want to add or anything you want to
1: say to the folks? Oh, man, I really appreciate you asking for us to come on, though. It was nice to catch up. Yeah, man. But there, we, we want to wait for
0: New Year's next time. So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, We've said what we can say. We have a lot of content coming ahead, so I mean, just stay tuned. Head over to our Chase Paranormal page, or else go to Brady Global, Lexi Global's Facebook page, and you'll see Chase Paranormal there. So, I mean, that's we're constantly promoting, even if it's annoying. I mean, we're proud of what we do. So, and, yeah,
0: and, and I really to keep
1: Yeah, we're just proud of what we do. We bust our tails, and yeah.
0: So, and, and you know, I know you guys are on uh, my Facebook page. You know, the Beyond the Woodline. Uh, fan page, man, promote away, just promote away. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. You think you want me to promote? You know us, we have our Children of the Paranormal
1: page for people like that. I'm going to go on there and just promote. That's for anybody out there. Go to the groups and type Children of the Paranormal and we run it and yeah, do the same. I mean, we, we give it to people that let us do that, so.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, even if you can't, for whatever reason, promote it there, man, tag
1: me in it and I'll promote it away. Absolutely. I appreciate that, man.
0: Thanks so much. Yeah. Well, Cool Beans, everybody, thanks a lot for joining the show tonight. I don't know if I have a show tomorrow night. I usually do Mondays. I can't remember our schedule. Anybody, but <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, but uh, Yeah, if I'm not on tomorrow, I'll be on the following Monday for sure. So I know I got somebody then. So with all that being said, you guys have a great night. It was a pleasure having you guys on. And uh, yeah, uh, definitely keep in touch. And uh, like I said, we won't wait two years next time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Definitely. We'll we'll chat again, man.
0: Yeah. You guys hang on real quick, please. Good night, everybody.